0: I'm very stoked that you're here and, uh, you know, you're a part of this conversation. So firstly, I would like to ask you a little about yourself so that the people, um, know you better.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, uh, um, like he said, my name is Jordan River. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Originally. Um, I traveled around a lot and, um, I would like to say that I've always been around spiritual, um, things uh my family were a very strong christian family Um, my brother he was a gospel singer so um, growing up in a household around people who love music but also love um god and the creator it kind of gave me a different type of dynamic than the average person from detroit michigan and of course detroit michigan is a place full of people who love you know christian music and gospel and stuff like that but i took a deeper dive into the music side of it when I got older and learned more about like the frequencies of music and engineering and stuff. Right. Um, and I think that was a doorway to um, that I didn't know at the time to a lot of things that I do now and how I connect spirit um, and spirituality to the different um, vibrations and frequencies in life and um, maintaining those frequencies in order to get through things in life. You know. Um, so um
0: yeah. so what do you think is there a, is there a different difference between um religion and spirituality or it's just one entity
1: is and that's that's a um polarizing question because a lot of the time when we talk about um spirituality and religion being religious is practice having a practice that you do chronologically you know so like i can i religiously take showers you know absolutely i religiously brush my teeth <laughs> you know so when you say religion like it's so com it's complex because i think that um people need to make a like a like a split between doing something religiously and having rules absolutely you know and and a lot of the religions out here um they have they, they just have a lot of rules and it's um You know, and and, and focusing on the rules kind of deters people from a spiritual path. But I will say um, in the average terms of religion and spirituality, I think there is a difference, like the way people look at it nowadays on an average basis.
0: So, yeah. So growing up, um, did you have, you know, any kind of restrictions or there was something that you could not do that was against your religion or, you know, just anything that would take you off the track? or take you off that path of, um, you know, meeting your creator once we leave this, um, you know, realm.
1: Yeah, um, it's funny because I I did music really heavy um, and I did secular music as well. Um, Like I was stating before, like I love music. Um, I feel like it connects you with the divine, like in a way that sometimes words can't even have a breakthrough um, type of effect with, you know? My parents didn't let me listen to uh, rap music at first. They didn't let me like normal R and B and stuff. Every now and again.
0: Yeah, I understand. So, um, what do you think is? Yeah, um, my
1: my apologies. I I broke.
0: No worries, no worries. So, what do you think is the importance of um, you know practicing um, spirituality or practicing? Anything that um, you know relates to connecting with yourself um, on a higher level in these modern times, because there's so much um, you know to distract you and so much to take you off your of your zone and so much to you know um, make you feel a certain type of way. You know, as you said, different frequencies around you all the time. You know, something that can lower lower your vibrations. So, is there is there a particular technique that people could you know use to just get started with um, just the s of spirituality, if not? Practicing it a whole um, on a whole bigger level.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, what I'd say, what i say is uh, meditation. Honestly, right. I feel like it's uh, between meditation and yoga. I feel like it's something that anybody can do.
0: Absolutely. So, did you um, yourself get started with some guided meditations, or you know, just sitting in the in the nature, in the grass, or you know?
1: Like yeah. That. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's what I was about to go into. Um, So originally, like, you know, life starts hitting, you get older. Nobody tells you about the transition from a boy to a man. It kind of just smacks you, Absolutely. you know? And, um, you know, so like I, I started looking for things a little deeper than just reading a book, because what I like to tell people is like, OK, we have a father, right? We have somebody who created the entire um universe. OK. Um, but a lot of people take his words like this. It's like this, for example, like I'm the father and I tell my children or my son or my daughter, clean your room. Right. And then I sit there and say, as a, as a, a son or a daughter say, oh, uh, you said clean your room. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm going to go in my room and study the fact that you said clean your room. <laughs> so they go in the room and they and they go study cleaning a room and then they come out and say, Oh my goodness, uh father, I learned how to say clean your room in five different languages. So they proceed to say it. And as a father, you're impressed. You're like, oh man, like you, you really put some work into that. But 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 go clean your room though. No. <laughs> exactly. Because that's and single, they, you they get a group of people together, they they we we praise and worship and, you know the, the word of clean your room. <laughs> it's like <laughs> like come on
0: (laughs) that's exactly what's going on in in the modern modern spiritual um aspects of things Mm -hmm. because on youtube you have you know on the social media you have so many people preaching the same thing in so many different ways you know you have infinite waters you know you have jihad you have spiritual Mm -hmm. so you have all of these people who are like um preaching facts but on a hood level on on a level where kids like us people like us can understand what they're saying you know if you would have a normal year old kid on the street, you would tell him you know listen to listen to the father in the church or listen to a priest he would not be interested, but you know having role models like that on on social media kind of helps so do you think uh, you know raising spiritual kids is it possible or it just happens or the universe just chooses you to follow a certain path or uh, you know what makes people do what they do
1: yeah I think that um many many are called but few are chosen and it's a um, ironic dynamic because in order to be chosen you have to accept the call absolutely you know and yeah. everybody has the e- uh, equal opportunity to this and kind of backtracking um like when i first started meditating i started with headspace honestly you know first i got interested by listening to individuals um like how you said jihad or uh,
0: like just one guy listening to this like how would we help him out to go and find his purpose or um you know to to reach
1: you know the higher self um well yeah I'm, I'm so sorry that this keeps cutting out but um it's all connecting i um i think it's lower vibrational entities trying to <laughs> affect our right.
0: conversation absolutely you know absolutely because they're trying to stop us to get the word out there and um, i absolutely yep. feel the same yeah
1: yeah so um yeah like i said i started um when i had my struggles in my fall um And just questioning life as a whole will really bring you to a head of, okay, a lot of people say this is fake or some people say it's real. Let me go find out for myself. And it's the people brave enough to say, let me go find this out myself and see if this realm actually exists. And for me, I saw certain uh, spiritual individuals with with these overflowing um, auras of happiness at every moment, no matter what happened. And that's where my journey began. You know, listening to Headspace for 10 minutes every day. 10 minutes turning right. into listening to theta waves for 30 minutes, then going right. from 30 minutes to losing track of time and, and meditating for an hour. And I'm not saying that you have to meditate for an hour, but oh, what yeah. I will say is when I started those 10-minute meditations every morning, even doing Wim Hof breathing techniques for 11 minutes, my right. entire life and paradigm shifted. I was able to go go to the DMV and not get irritated at the, the person behind the counter. I would, somebody would yeah. bump me. And I just think it's a challenge of life. You know, somebody had talk right. to me crazy and it's just another challenge of life. And when we stop mm-hmm. taking life so serious, life's, life starts to realize that we're, we're actually answering that call I was talking about before. And we are chosen. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and life gives you flowers for that. One thing I would like to say about meditation that people get messed up yeah. or mixed up, rather, is that meditation isn't sitting down, closing your eyes and that's it meditation is concentration first. And these people, um, um, everybody in this generation really, and also the people who created the dynamics of the system in this generation, um, have lowered our attention span to a point where concentration is very hard to obtain, you know? Absolutely, yeah, so, I agree with that. Right, what, 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 I, what I found is true meditation is concentration plus contemplation equals meditation. Absolutely. So when you concentrate on something and then you contemplate, let's say you concentrate on your breath for 10 minutes every day, right? Right. And you contemplate on being the breath as well as being yourself. You're the breath going in you and you're also you receiving the breath in you until you get into the state, which I like to call the flower of um, concentration and um, um, contemplation, which is meditation. You get into a meditative state. And the last little bit, because I don't, you know, I I know you got more questions and stuff, but the last little part of this is that's very, very important to this dynamic is that this is a metaphor for life. If you are sitting there going through something, you know, and, and you don't know how to get through it or you're trying to get to the end result of something thinking, oh, once I get there, everything will be okay. You'll see time and time again that a new challenge appears. Stop being afraid of the challenge because just like I said, concentration and contemplation is a process. In order to get flowers, you don't think flowers. You think soil, manure, seed. you think water. You get what I'm saying? You get lost in the process so much that the byproduct is a flower, you know? And I think that's something people can take with them every day.
0: Right. And, um, a big part of, um, you know, as you said, people cannot concentrate these days is also the diet also is what they're putting inside their bodies. Ooh, so, yes. Exactly. So <laughs> do, you think, do you think, um, the GMO foods, you know, the processed foods these days, or, you know, they've been going on for some time, you know, the U S has a, a, you know, a lot on a large extent, the level of obesity. So how can people start eating better? Because there's absolutely, um, you know, a big, uh, you know, no knowledge about what to consume. You know, people just want, you know, yeah. they just go on to keto or vegan or you know, a lot of things out there. So, what what do you personally eat, or what's what's the supplementation that you're on? Any any pills or any vitamins, anything that you want to share with the people to better their diet? Oh yeah,
1: I'm I'm on a lot of different things. I uh <laughs> I um I, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I am vegan. Um, right. plant-based, so I don't intake dairy. See, what you said was something very important. You What you said was that the attention span is short. How is another way the system is creating shorter attention spans? It's by the fast foods and the processed foods, which limit Absolutely. our thinking and attention, but also it makes it so accessible to have something that's not good for you put in your body. I eat, mm-hmm. I start my day off with um, raw foods. You know, so I'll go from vegetables and fruits and I might get some, um, you know, some special type of breaded uh, toast with um, some organic peanut butter, Um, maybe some avocado toast, which is one of my favorite things to start the day with. I'll um, come back for lunch and uh, I'll get some grains in my system. I might eat some granolas with some flax seeds and chia seeds, Um, all types of foods that's boosting um, my body and giving me the proper uh, vitamins or vitamins that you would need in order to function correctly because i've real like when people come to me and they ask me hey jordan like you know this like how do i get through somebody disrespecting me or having a problem and i just tell them like you know what i can't put anything past people because i don't know what they ate this morning for sure you know yeah you know i can't so why would i respond to the it's so many dynamics of it, you know, why would I respond to their energy? All I can focus on is myself. It's just like Michael Jackson said, you know, you got to focus on a man in the mirror in order to make a change in, you know, in the world. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not directly quoting, but,
0: <laughs> you yeah, know, you, you got to really yeah. start on you, you know? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> People, you know, they want to go behind, you know, 10 different things, or, you know, and barely getting their hand on any one of them. So. I think so. Meditation, um, eating clean food, and then the third one I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you is how often do you work out and um, you know raise your endorphins? Um, you know, be crossfit, yes. be it going on a run, just going for a walk. You know, grounding your feet and yes. um, in the grass in the morning. You know, what are your views on that?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So I make sure I try to meditate every day. Um, sometimes uh, other people can kind of get in the way of that. Time doesn't exist for real, so you can tell somebody, hold on, just a second close your eyes get it in real quick. I work out every day, every day. The only times I don't is when I'm traveling and even then I try to run. You know, I pack right. some stuff with me and I go for a nice run. I, I run uh, 5Ks. Um, right. I work myself up to this point. You know, I used to just run half a mile and then after a while your body starts to adapt. The endorphins are important because if you think about pranayamic breathing techniques, you're doing that when you're doing an intense run naturally. You start getting into a rhythm. So it, it starts um, expanding your cells and it starts to uh, bring more oxygen and oxygenates the body, which helps um, keep away from um, inflammation and even uh, boost your immune system um, and also drinking water. Your body craves water more when you work out. So now you're uh, diluting all of the uh, sodium or MSG that's you know clogging your cells up as well. It's, it's very scientific. So I say I work out every single day, every day.
0: I'm right. addicted so, to it. That's my addiction. Exactly. exactly. On. I can um, have asked for a better explanation. So if if anyone does that for about, you know, addicted to eating fast food and you tell them they say like, nah man, I can't really, you know, change my diet. Or I can't go for a run. I can't do this. So, um, you mm-hmm. know, for such people, it's so hard to, you know, build a habit. So I would say like yes. um, doing something for 21 days makes a habit and, you know, absolutely. 90 days makes a lifestyle so um even if somebody somebody does this for a month they will see the change and these three things if they do they will clear the headspace, and then they're not going they're not going to suffer from sadness or you know short-term anger or you know getting pissed off at people and stuff like that yeah yeah Yeah, it's um it's, it's
1: it's very it's very um difficult to think of it all as a whole, but I'd say, like, like I said, I started with just meditation, 10 minutes. That meditation led into, I want to, if I can enhance this state, let me try something new that Mm. led into eating healthier and changing my diet. Then after changing my diet, not only, okay, well, let me say this. Like the reason why I went vegan, um, was because my father got sick and we wanted to see if we could heal his, um, ailment through eating different. And, um, you know, eating things that had the vitamins that we would take in you know from the pill store, you know. Right, Just right. foods that have those vitamins. Exactly. And then it was hard to knock dairy. People love ice cream, people love milkshakes. I know I love milkshakes. Yeah. Um, right. but over time you start to see things that, that are that are re- replaceable, you know. Ser- like a lot of these things in this generation are replaceable. And you start to enjoy those things and, and compound off of those. And that's what I wanna say. Like you graduate. You graduate every day. You know, day. success isn't something what Le- LeBron LeBron said that success is not owned, it's rented and rents due. I mean not every owned, day. it's lease and rents due every day. You Absolutely. know? So yeah. every day you gotta get up and you gotta graduate. And when you compound from 10 minute meditations to 30, you might have said, I'm only juicing in the morning. Now you realize how the juice of the morning times can affect you. Um, exactly. the, the fruits and vegetables that you're mixing up in that smoothie can affect you positively. You start saying, okay, let me look up what's in these uh, fruits and vegetables. And you start looking up the minerals. Sea moss is important as well. Just right. you compound. Then next thing you know, you're eating right. Your energy levels start to go up. Now your energy levels go up. Now it's time to work out. You see how all of them connected perfectly?
0: Connected. Right.
1: You know, people are living in a uh, a sad samsara, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're they're exactly. they're living in a in a in a self inflicted per, uh, perception of hell, hell
0: when really exactly. there's heaven all
1: around us.
0: All around us, yeah. You that's, know, that's the whole, um, that's another um, you know why I'm kind of doing this as well. You know, to raise awareness about meditation and how you know there's happiness that can be found uh, found in you know, all around you and. You know, just seeing because I know people personally, my family, friends around me, you know, not too happy, you know, the happiness index has, which is very low all the time. So you basically have, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously we like to protect energy. So we don't really come around um, that sort of uh, vibration. So um, right. what would what would you say um, if one wants um, a very active lifestyle, living that, how can, can one protect the energy on a spiritual level, you know?
1: Um, okay. Uh, change your circle. I'm gonna be blunt with everyone. Change your circle. You are the accumulation of the, um, the, the five, the three to five people you are around on a daily basis. And for some people that's harder than others. So what you have to do is build up your own vibration and create your own bubble. I call mine 10. Christians call it a hedge of protection. Um, Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a bubble. Basically, you you radiate the frequency you want alone in your own room, in your own zone. My apologies as a dog um, in the background. But you radiate your own frequency and you put it in your bubble. And when you go into other people's frequencies, it doesn't affect them in the same way. You know, it, it doesn't affect you. I mean, it doesn't affect you in the same way. It goes around you like a, like a, like a steel bubble in water. You're still dry, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Man. Um, I mean, so, so you start from that. And uh, when you're able to finally start to unravel. Uh, let me tell you this. When you start ascending, the yeah, vibration yeah. that you're resonating at will start to separate from the lower vibrations. Naturally.
0: Lower vibrations. Yeah, I've, I've personally experienced that transition as well. And it's not one of the most pleasant transitions one can have because, you know, no. you've spent so mm-hmm. many years with um, those particular people, you know, sometimes it's your own family, sometimes the people, you know, that you've spent your childhood with and then that separation can be hard, but um, it's for surely, you know, worth it. And, um, you know, if you look at it long term yes. wise, then, you know, it's just a win-win situation for, for the both of us because they're not, um, you know, as we say, you know, succubus, succubus, they're trying to feed off of our energy. So that's not happening anymore. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So, um, yeah. N-
1: yeah, for sure. For sure. I completely agree.
0: Right. So uh, moving on to the next topic that was um, called celibacy. So I've personally been a celibate for about a couple of years now. And that's something I believe uh, has helped me go on this journey a lot more. So what are your views in protecting energy, um, you know, when it comes to being a celibate or practicing celibacy for a few weeks and then relapsing or anything like that?
1: Uh, OK, so when I first started um, trying, uh, I tried to th- tried this no fat movement yeah. and um, and I was just testing it out because one, I wasn't around my family due to working and trying to make a foundation. And yeah. two, um, I really didn't feel the urge like I usually did for some reason. It's, I just felt like it was a great opportunity. So I went seven months. And wow. when when I started to. um get out of that and uh, started relapsing it was uh, difficult because I noticed the difference right years later about two years later it got more intense like I said things graduate first you do it just to try it yeah. then oh well, you know maybe it'll boost my testosterone maybe it'll help yeah. me work out more or something but yeah. then it graduates into a spiritual realm it's, yeah. it graduates to something you yeah. know some something divine, divine so I started yeah. doing a little more research. And I started being around women. Um, and once I was around women, they would latch on to me. They would touch my hair. I would, When I started meditating, they would they would grab my arm. They would try to hug me. They would try yeah. to touch me. And I started feeling my energy disappear. Wow. You know, once you meditate, you're more sensitive to your energy. And I would feel my energy disappear. So what ended up happening was I started researching. And I, I came across something in the um, Bible. Uh, That talked about Onan and how he, uh, you know, he was supposed to conceive a child and he spilt his seed on the floor and was killed. Now, if I look at it from a metaphoric perspective, right, if I look at it from a metaphoric perspective, then I could take this parable and say maybe the he had a spiritual death. You know, yeah, like yeah, I mean, maybe he yeah. dropped down conscious levels because his exactly. seed was being spilt, spilt and yeah. um, you know, yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I so, so this started start scaring me.
0: This started exactly. scaring
1: me because the women that I started being around, they would really try to take it to the next level, and yeah. I could see the demon in them. I could see yeah. the incubus and yeah. succubus spirits so, trying yeah. to attack, uh, attack me drain me and one you know in one instance they actually did that's when I relapsed and and I felt horrible for for horrible. weeks yeah, like I've weeks been there, been
0: there. yeah yeah. and uh, I mean you know that's that's unfortunately that's the truth and um do you think um you know so if if somebody were, were to practice you know celibacy for a few months they're definitely personally they are definitely having a spiritual awakening so that transition yeah you know because you, you're obviously having third eye visions and you're having you know something very deep i mean that's a whole different podcast obviously because you know that's right. something way too, way too deep, really. deep to way too deep to you know explain on uh, just one podcast so yeah moving on um, you've become a father and you know obviously it it, it is a good um, you know transition so How are you dealing with being, being a single man, you know, you were, you know, doing whatever you can, and now you're taking, taking over responsibility of another life, you know, that's dependent on you. So do you think every father in the world has to, you know, be their best self in order to, you know, maintain, um, you know, a smooth line a smooth run of life, you know, because I've seen people, their families just all over the place, you know, later down the road, everything's just gone you know, when their kids aren't happy, broken families, you know, all of that horrible stuff. So what do you think, you know, one a man, you know, should do after, you know, he has a responsibility of another life on his shoulders?
1: Uh, I believe that he should um, be a flawless uh, reflection of the universe. I think he should be cyclical in his repetition. I believe that a child needs structure, and the only way you structure a child is by making the punishment the same, by, right. by, by constantly instilling principles. Um, I have a son myself, so I, I choose the unemotional route when it comes to discipline. It's okay. not like, uh, oh, I'm gonna yell at you and whoop you. No, it's a, hey son, don't do this. My son's name is Amon, And I okay. say, I say Amon, don't do this. And he said, and he'll, he'll she'll try to do it again. And if mm-hmm. he gets punished for it, I'm punishing yeah. him without emotion. I'm not about to yell at him. I'm gonna say, this, you did A, and B is the result. Consequences, right. repercussions. The, and, and the yeah. same punishment every every time, depending, and I'll choose, I'll say, okay, if you touch this, you know, if you run out in the water at the beach and I told you not to, it's gonna be the same punishment. It's gonna be a different right. punishment if you steal a kid's ball at the playground. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's right. always gonna be the same punishment for the same crime. So he kind of understands that. So in every aspect of being a father, I feel like it's all about repetition. Um, I'm a single father now. And and it's not because, you know, I have, you know, deep issues with the mother of my child or anything like that. But it's just um, we have different goals, different dreams and different aspirations. And we're both spiritual individuals and strong enough to make that type of decision. I was raised up with my father, so I have the capacity to still be a great dad. Like, you know, if he's if they're out of town, then I'm going to FaceTime him and play with him with cars. I'm going to try to talk to him, have full blown conversations with him. He's a genius. So I have to nurture him in that way. Where people right. get it messed up is they create excuses in between and they say, yeah. oh, I, I'm too busy to talk to my son. No, you're not too busy. Because yeah. as a man, you should be cyclical. You should have repetition. You should understand that your schedule is your schedule and it cannot be broken.
0: Exactly. And as you, know? you said, you know, you both had um the, you know, you're strong enough to take the decision of separation. So whereas in a regular family, what happens is, with the disputes, they carry on, and then later on, the kid suffers, and um, you know that's right. something not too pleasant. So, yeah, I mean, um, I respect your time, I respect your uh, your words, and I'm sure all this, you know, just gonna help a lot of people. And you know, this is just a start, you know, just the first um, podcast with you. And uh, okay, yeah, I um, hope to you know have you on here on a regular basis so that we can you know do this more often and um, you know spread awareness you know, about anything that, you know, personally has helped us to get on to the next level and, you know, not staying on the, in the lowest vibrations of ourselves and, you know, constantly, constantly, you know.
1: Oh, man, I, you can have me on any time. I'm, I'm not going to lie. You just let me know a couple of days ahead of time and I'll organize my schedule around it and we can do this. I, I'm, I'm completely for this. I'm actually about to start um, spreading some content that I've been collecting over, you know, the past few months and I'm going right. to drop it all as videos of me ranting, really, you know, so people can hear more of this, just nonstop ranting about singular topics, maybe exactly. connecting to other things circulating around it. But, you know, hey, you're my brother. I yeah, love man. you. Absolutely. You can have, you I know, any time. If I'm welcome, I'm coming.
0: Yeah, for sure, <laughs> you're always welcome, Wanya, bro. So I'm um, very excited to sure, you know for what sure. we can bring in for people, you know, we bring more value. And yeah, we will promise them that we're gonna be at our best and, you know, not just talk about it and not uh, be the man of our words. Exactly.
1: Lead by example, you know?
0: Yeah, leading by example. So um, this was The Chosen Code um, with Mr. Jordan River, with your host, Bikram Singh here. And I would like to thank you all for tuning into this. And um, I hope to see you all soon. So, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Peace. Peace.